As an entrepreneur, have you ever thought about the purpose of your business? Why is it that you started your business in the first place? And by the way, what does purpose mean? How does purpose help for you to scale your business? How does purpose ensure that you have your team members working happily for you even if it is at a very low salary? All of this is what will get answered in today's podcast. Hi, I'm Kamalini Roy, a growth acceleration coach for entrepreneurs. I'm on a mission to help thousands of entrepreneurs achieve their most ambitious goal, create massive wealth, but more importantly, live a life of fulfillment. Welcome to my successful entrepreneurs podcast. This podcast will bring to you many simple success stories, success tips from successful entrepreneurs. And here we will discuss ways to become successful, which you as an entrepreneur and as a leader can implement quite easily. And if this is what you would like to hear to make your business profitable through simple ways, then go ahead and subscribe to this podcast so that you can stay tuned in for all the success talks given by successful entrepreneurs. And please do remember to bring your journal and pen to take down notes. I promise you, there will be lots and lots of notes to take. So here we go. Let's start. I have with me today Shweta Anand Arora, the founder of The Core Question. The Core Question develops leaders and Shweta is a life coaching and leadership development coach. She is an alumna of the IIM Ahmedabad as well as Harvard University and has worked in leadership roles for the past two decades. She has even worked in startups and knows all the nuances and all the challenges that entrepreneurs go through. Listen to Shweta to find out the core purpose which anchors entrepreneurs and why an entrepreneur should work to understand his or her core purpose to ensure scalability and sustainability in his or her business. I wanted to just quickly ask you about your story. You've had such a successful corporate career. You've uh, graduated out of the most premier universities of India as well as the world. What made you turn into an entrepreneur? What is it that drove you to change your line and set up the business that you're running so successfully now? So Kamalini, I'll give you a little bit of the backstory because I think that's relevant to what I'm doing now. Uh, And how this whole thing started was, um, you know, so between uh, my college and B school, I actually went to this summer camp as a camp counselor. And uh, this was a summer camp for young children. And in that one week, I really saw children um, reaching into their own potential and uh, it, you know, and learning happening, which was way beyond what happens in school. And it really made me wonder that, uh, you know, sometimes our school system um, boxes us in and prioritizes the wrong things. What we really need in life is not what happens in the school system. 
and that's how a lifelong love for learning and a passion for human potential started um i started my career in consulting but fairly early on switched to the education space because of you know this passion and interest and um helped build uh, the organization exceed uh, when i joined it was really small um and i was part of the core team that kind of created the exceed program scaled it um then went to a non profit which was again you know a startup um and and you know we again created the program from scratch and took it to uh, a much larger place and um and then i went back to bcg and again was looking at large scale education reform and throughout all of this you know the things that were driving me were really two broad themes one was human potential like i shared and the other was purpose and um um you know both in terms of fulfilling my own purpose in life but also doing work that had a broader purpose than just making money and um and then uh, somewhere in 2019 i actually took a break and you know i was i was at this midlife career transition point and i was thinking about what do i want to do next and you know i knew that somewhere it had to be connected to this theme of human potential and um, i kind of pivoted from what i'd been doing for so many years but in some sense it's still the same because really what i do now is about um uh, is still about human potential and helping um you know leaders in the corporate world or in the non-profit space or in the entrepreneurial world really find and live you know their potential uh, to the fullest and live their best lives um so that's what uh, i do at the core question and and that's what kind of led to um you know start of this organization and um yeah and and our own purpose is you know helping the world to discover its potential one leader at a time so that's what we here to shweta the core quest in is such an interesting name i really want to know what's behind it and can you share a little bit about how you conduct your sessions or what is it that you do in the core quest in with your clients okay so kamalini if you game uh, can we do this through like a, a small exercise yes sure why not in fact it will be different i'm quite excited to do this exercise with you Okay, and I'd also encourage your uh, viewers and listeners to try and do this as we go along for themselves as well. Yes, um, I, yeah. So for them to do. Great idea. Yes. So please uh, play along with Shweta and do this exercise with her. Okay, awesome. So Kamalini, I want you to think about a person that you really admire or are inspired by. Um, so take a second and think of, you know, who comes to mind. Yes. And now fill up the following sentence complete it uh from their perspective you know as, as they would complete it. Mm. And the sentence is my deepest guiding force mm. has always said for me to be dash so just fill in the blank. Okay so my deepest guiding force has always said for me to be and then I fill up okay. Okay so here it goes. my deepest guiding force has always said to me to be credible admired and authentic how does that sound is that you, is that good yeah yeah that that's perfect credible admired and authentic 
Perfect. Now I want you. So this is number one. Okay. Um. Now number two, I want you to think if you were something in nature, yes. what would you be? Okay. So in nature, are you talking about uh, like leaves, trees, oceans, or can it be animals, insects, anything? Anything. Anything. Okay. So then I'm quite. I I know what I want. I would want to identify with. I've done it all my life. So do you want me to share it with you? Yeah. Sure. Okay, so uh, I identify with a Labrador, a dog, but Labrador specifically. Yeah, beautiful. Okay, and so now number three, I want you to think that what is the most significant contribution of a Labrador mm-hmm. to you know the larger scheme of things, um, and uh, and it doesn't have to be very uh, direct, but a little bit metaphorical in some sense. Okay. Yeah. Uh, so the reason why I identify myself with Labradors is Labradors are great dogs professionally. They are police dogs, they are care dogs, and they can really uh, shine as uh, professional dogs. But on the other hand, they are fantastic family dogs as well. They are supposed to be the best companion for children as well. They're extremely friendly. They are very warm and loving. And uh, the best part about Labradors is they really don't... Uh, uh, take into account whether you like them or not. They are on top of you with their affection and love the moment you enter their home. So that's why I identify with Labradors. Um, yeah, is that okay? Yeah, yeah, beautiful. And I can relate to that because I have both. <laughs> so you have a Labrador. Yeah, you're very lucky. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so Kamalini, what I want you to do now is create a sentence which yeah. uh, the structure goes like this. Uh, I am, and then you insert what you have in part one, mm-hmm. and then you add a connector, like to or for the purpose of, in order to, something like that, and then add the essence of what you have in part three. Um, so, you know, I am, uh, sorry, what did you say? Genuine. Credible, admired, Just, and authentic. Yeah. Credible, admired, authentic. And then in order to, and then you capture the essence of, you know, the most significant contribution of a Labrador. And, and you can sort of wordsmith it, tweak it a little bit, add or subtract a little bit to capture the essence, but basically craft a sentence that resonates with you. So yeah, okay. go ahead and do that. Uh, I am credible, admired and authentic in order to be dependable, both professionally and personally, to be caring and empathetic and to give love to all. Beautiful. And so Kamalini, what we've just crafted is a statement of purpose. Um, And what I mean by that is, it's really a statement that answers the questions, who am I and why am I here on this planet? Um, And as you look at the statement through that lens, does it resonate for you? Yes, of course, absolutely it does. Yeah, and this is, I mean, this is just a very quick exercise to come at this statement. There are also much longer, deeper versions of this, but I have found, you know, very often, even with, you know, large groups and stuff, that when we do this really quick exercise, it gives you a sense of what is meaningful to you. And and, and the beauty of the statement is that it's, it's not very specific. It, it's fairly generic. And so it applies in multiple contexts at work or in life. And especially when you're at a crossroad, um, you know, if you have to make a decision, it's 
I find a, a beautiful statement to come back to and really anchor in and figure out, you know, which of the options seems to align better with my purpose. And, and that's likely to lead to a lot more uh, meaning, fulfillment, joy. Um, so yeah, it's a very powerful expression of what's, what's most meaningful for us. It really is uh, lovely, Shweta. I just wanted to understand that uh, from an entrepreneur's point of view, how can I connect this purpose to my business to uh, you know, look at it from a point of view that in business, I'm looking for profitability, I'm looking for sustainability, I'm looking for growth. How do I connect this purpose of mine to my business? I'm an entrepreneur coach, I coach businessmen. So how do I connect this? Yeah, yeah, beautiful. So, um... You know, this is really your reason to exist beyond, uh, you know, beyond the, the basics, right? Uh, of, of making money, you have to be sustainable, you have to create wealth, all of that. But this is what helps provide the guardrails for what you would want to, I mean, what I have seen is that what you would want to create in your business and what seems um, like a distraction or something else. And I'll give you an example, you know, from my own um, life. So, um, so my purpose statement is that I am a calm space to be and think and reach within and realize that you are powerful beyond belief. Now, I've created an organization where four of us have come together and uh, you know, built, like we're building an organization. And one of the exercises we did right up front was created the purpose for our organization. And obviously we wanted it to resonate with, you know, what our individual purpose statements are. And what we found was that there was a common thread across all our four statements of really, uh, you know, helping people discover their potential. And so the way we crafted our purpose statement for our organization is that we help the world discover its potential one leader at a time. And this resonated with each of our individual purpose statements. And now what does this do? This is sort of, you know, this, this provides us an anchor for what we're here to do. So tomorrow, if, um, you know, if, if we have to make a business decision that does, um, I don't know, does getting into this particular line make sense for us as a company or not, this statement is broad enough to give us multiple ways and directions in which we can move, but it's also a guardrail that, okay, you know, if somebody comes and tells us, um, I don't know, uh, will you help us to, um, I don't know, do some training in which, you know, you just have to impart certain skills. Now, for us, that's a distraction from really deep work that really helps develop potential. And so it becomes that, uh, you know, we can always go back to that purpose statement and say, how do we are we living this when we take on this work or not? Um, and I think what's also important is, uh, you know, it's not sufficient to just articulate that purpose, but really to uh, embed it. And especially as organizations grow larger, like, you know, in the beginning when it's just the entrepreneur, it's, it's just a way of making these simple decisions. But when it becomes a much larger organization, it needs to be something that's not just written on the wall, but it needs to be something that uh, is lived and how do we, yeah. And so the leaders need to model that, that 
you know, we are actually living that in our day-to-day -day life. We are demonstrating that uh, we are actually making decisions that uh, abide by this. We are uh, willing to let go of high performers who don't demonstrate the purpose. Yeah. So, you know, really making the hard calls, which, um, uh, which show that we are being true to that purpose, yeah. I, I think is, is the role that, uh, you know, that, that, does, that this needs to play as organizations grow bigger. And then also, um, you know, the other thing which happens as organizations grow bigger is that not everybody is close to your customer. And um, so not everybody is able to see the visible impact of, you know, whatever you, you've set out to do, the purpose yeah. that you have. And so the other critical thing that leaders and, you know, organizations need to do is ensure that they're able to make that visible. So, you know, collect stories from the ground, celebrate successes, um, both from customers as well as employees where you've seen that purpose coming alive. So right. that, you know, it really becomes true and, and, you know, communicate it all the time, start your meetings with it, um, really sort of activate it, embed it in the organization and not just uh, have it as a nice to have statement. Yeah. So if I can sum it up in one word, it would be the word that is constantly ringing in my head while you're speaking is the word anchor. At all points of time, your purpose becomes your anchor. Whatever you do, it keeps bringing you back to it you know, being grounded to whatever you believe in, believe in. Absolutely. And I think that's true for individuals as we live our lives as, you know, as a person separate even from the, from the organization you're building and for the organization as well. So I think it, it's a beautiful uh, summary. It is. It, it's very powerful. Lovely. Lovely. Great, Shweta. So now that you bring this up for deeper clarity, if I ask you to define what is purpose, because, you know, uh, you and I are both coaches and we understand that if a business person understands the core purpose of setting up the business, then, you know, the place from where the person works, the motivation le levels are much higher. Very often people don't try to discover their core purpose. So if you can just clarify what does purpose mean and how that is associated with setting up a business or running a business. Yeah. And I think the, the very, very simple answer to that is that purpose for me is the reason that you exist beyond only making money. And obviously for any entrepreneur, the making money is essential, yes. but it's the purpose that uh, unlocks you know, much more power beyond just the simple objective of making money. So Shweta, I like this part where you said, and it's true that entrepreneurs set up business for wealth creation. And honestly, they don't think much beyond that unless you're a social entrepreneur. So a profit-making entrepreneur is only looking at making money. That's what, what is on top of his mind. Why do you feel understanding your purpose is important for an entrepreneur? What does it do that will help him scale his business or make him a more profitable organization? How is it connected to the wealth that he's going to create uh, in his business? Yeah, that's a great question, Kamalini. And, uh, you know, there's a lot of research now that's, that's going into this. And, um, um, and I think there are multiple aspects that this sort of uh, influence, especially as 
you know, the organization grows and more and more people come in to join this organization. Um, so let me share an example, like a personal example. Uh, you know, when I switched from BCG to um, the education world, uh, I, I moved to Exceed. I went at 20% of my salary. And, uh, you know, at that time I thought I was the only fool around. But now that I read the research, apparently that's not so. 90% um, of people are willing to take a pay cut if they join an organization that's driven by a purpose beyond only profit. Um, and this has a huge impact also on employee engagement. Again, there's lots of research that shows that, you know, in, in regular companies, 85 to 90%, like different studies have different numbers, but 85 to 90% people are disengaged at work. But if you look at purpose-driven companies, that number is more in the range of 30, 35%. Um, it also has a lot of impact on how employees rate their own organization. So people at uh, purpose-driven organizations have been found to rate their organizations more highly on customer centricity, which right. is obviously directly linked to, you know, uh, wealth creation and profit. Um, and several other things like innovation, collaboration, adaptability, um, resilience, all of these. Um, also, it's not just internal, uh, the culture and engagement piece that gets influenced. Uh, what's also started happening today is that other stakeholders are looking at purpose very carefully. So if you look at the investor uh, community, uh, BlackRock is the biggest example, but there are um, investors who control more than $100 billion in investments who have now started emphasizing that entrepreneurs need to use purpose to guide business and not just profit. Mm. And, uh, and similarly, if you start looking at customers, uh, you will find that customers, especially millennial customers, are willing to pay a premium for products that have a broader, that come from a company that has a broader purpose. And there is much greater customer loyalty as well. Uh, and all of this translates to financial results. So again, you know, there are studies which have been done where, um, you know, so for example, there was one study which found that uh, in a five-year period, uh, purpose-driven companies grew by about 10% CAGR, whereas their peers who were not driven by purpose grew in the same period by about 3% CAGR. Mm -hmm. So it translates directly into financial results. And uh, really, it's, it's about, you know, everybody in the organization pulling in the same direction yeah. and activating that broader sense of, uh, you know, in every employee, that broader sense of I'm here for something big. I'm here yeah. to make an impact. And I think that's what, you know, motivated me. And, you know, when I switched and I know what kind of fire I had in my belly, despite the fact that, you know, I wasn't being paid big bucks um, to really create that impact. And, and that's the power that purpose can have for building an organization. Uh Fantastic, Shweta. You know, what I really liked is uh, you have actually brought it down to the fact which is the single biggest challenge for entrepreneurs. Entrepreneurs today feel that they lose their employees because they can't pay as much as MNCs do. And you here being a Harvard University graduate and an IIMA graduate, you came down to a salary level of 20% of what you were earning. 
this is a very strong message for entrepreneurs and i also want to link purpose to vision because this is something which you know when i'm doing my sessions as an entrepreneur coach i keep telling entrepreneurs that it's not really all about money it's about uh, your employees being able to see where you are trying to go with the company and then aligning to your vision and in your case the way you've said your purpose i mean it's a known fact zig zaglers famous quote you don't build a business you build people and then people build the business right and that is what you've spoken about that if the employees of your small little venture can see the purpose of your business then money becomes secondary they get engaged to that purpose so i loved the fact that you brought out this point so strongly shweta i just like you to share a little insight if you can of one such discovery that has happened when you've coached one of your entrepreneurs and he's realized that if once he discovers his purpose if he can actually uh get his organization his people aligned to his purpose the organization can grow much faster can you share an experience of yours where you've coached such an entrepreneur so uh, kamalini i have seen this wonderful organization it's um, it's called kriya uh, and um, it's an organization that started with creating um, you know they were driven by sustainability and by using uh, the tenets of ayurveda in uh, you know their uh, products and really using that sort of ancient wisdom in how they create their products and if you see how the entrepreneurs have built the organization it is so close like so strongly built around uh, you know this whole idea of uh, a building both these tenets into the you know sort of like the blood of the organization and also really honoring everybody who's involved in that organization so all their employees whether it's you know somebody who's working in the factory on the floor or somebody who's doing customer service um or the you know the founders themselves and um i got to know this organization as a customer actually and um, the the love with which they treat their customers because they are so driven by that that purpose of you know really bringing that to the world and bringing sustainability getting people to make choices that are sustainable um and then i interviewed the entrepreneurs and you know what i have seen is that they so they are a bootstrapped organization they never had to raise funding from outside um their customer retention loyalty uh repeat customers are phenomenal their customers evangelize their products outside you know they don't spend money on marketing at all uh they actually have a facebook community and there are people who invite others into that facebook community the customers keep sharing stories about the impact these products have had and uh you know it's through initiatives like these that the brand has grown and um, you know you talk to any customer of kriya uh you will see that they talk about it in very different fashion than you know like a regular company that may not be driven by such a strong purpose um so really being able to and not just customers talk to any of their employees it's amazing people who come from the community don't have a huge uh, you know education or a, a fancy kind of uh, preparation will be able to speak to you about 
why they are like why they're creating something with the with the particular formula they are what is the value of that in somebody's health and life how it's built from materials that are um, you know that are pure and 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 good for you and it it really percolates so they've done a fantastic job of really engaging that entire stakeholder group with that common purpose and it's it's shown how you know it's translated into um, building a business that's truly sustainable and long term yes wow that that's a really powerful example and direct relationship with like you said they don't spend on marketing and the business is growing sustainably that's another uh, extremely important factor for businesses to grow thank you very much veta i lots to learn and very very deep because i don't think entrepreneurs think at this level at all they only look at either the top line or the bottom line or a bit of both but to bring it back to the core and which is why the name of your company now i understand why the name to bring it back to the core is so important and i really hope after listening to you a lot of entrepreneurs go back to the drawing board and start thinking about what is the purpose of their business thank you very much veta If you would like to be a successful entrepreneur then I would like to invite you to join my community contact me through my website under the name of Kamalini Roy that is k a m a l i n i r o y.com kamalini roy i will repeat that for you k a m a l i n i r o y.com you can also choose to continue learning for free through all the valuable content I put out in my YouTube channel under my name Kamalini Roy. If you have enjoyed my podcast, please do put out a review on Apple Podcast. I look forward to personally reading your comments and reviews. I would also like to invite you to share your questions and challenges with me so that I can address them and help you with solutions through my podcast and YouTube channel. Thank you for listening to Successful Entrepreneurs Podcast by Kamalini Roy. Just hit that subscribe button and see you at my next episode.